Hello, welcome to Spiked Out. My name is Caleb. This is Bea. I'm pointing to her and you can't see that. Nice. This is a podcast we started to talk about broadening our horizons or talk about ways to broaden our horizons and do it while we're recording, actually, which is pretty awesome. Kind of a two for one there. Um, this week, we're really excited about the guest we have. We kind of bring on a guest. It's our format to, it allows us to talk to someone else outside of just us because we talk all the time. It's nice to have another, uh, another third another party. <laughs> yeah. Get tired of listening to each other. Yeah. Caleb's so annoying. Pretty much. Okay, so tell me, like, why would I listen to Spiked Out? Like, what's the what's the catch? What's not the catch? What's the draw, rather? Honestly, I don't know. Why would you listen to it? Probably to hear my rat, uh, not even raspy. What's the word? Nasally voice. It's exciting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think the draw to Spiked Out, at least for me, would be to just hear other people talk. I'd like to have people on, like, in the background when I'm doing something, when I'm doing homework or if I'm doing whatever, I'll like absorb it like passively. Cause I mean, we'll talk about deep stuff, but it's not like we're doing equations where you need to think about it. You know what I'm saying? You can actually just do that. Absolutely. And I think too, like over the past two years, we've not had the opportunity to connect with people at least for me as much as like before because of quarantine, COVID, et cetera, whatever have you. I think Spiked Out is like a good platform for me to like hear other people's thoughts or connect with other friends. Like as a listener who doesn't, you know, necessarily have or get to have the input. I think that's when like, if you are feeling alone, if you're feeling a little lonely on the lonely side of life, (laughs) like feel free to reach out to us. Like for reals, like, and if you want to we'll have you on the podcast no, yeah we will we're we super chill <laughs> we probably would um yeah and we'd love to hear your thoughts and just mm-hmm. you know we're here to learn from each other what a beautiful experience it is to um exist at the same time in the huge timeline that is of like humanity wow that was dramatic <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> i read a book just kidding i haven't read a book <laughs> She hasn't read a book. You heard it here first, never in her life. <laughs> no, that is kind of when I listen to podcasts. So if I'm just like bored or I'm just driving or something, it's like nice to have that background. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just cooked food earlier. Or I suppose I did. Well, yeah, I did. I made, I, do you know Nobu? No, I don't. What is this? Nobu is a very famous restaurant in, I think it started in L.A. Or like Malibu. I think it started Malibu. Is this like Asian? Yeah. What are we talking Why about? Why do you think it's Asian? Uh, because. I'm just kidding. As an Asian woman, my soil. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. No, well, there's like a lot of them. There's one in London. I think there's one in like Toronto. New York has like five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think Miami has one. So they have this rice. Okay. So it's sushi rice that you'll. Like, so you'll cook a, a reasonable amount of sushi rice and really just pack it into like a square in like a Pyrex container or something. You know what that is? Like little glass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
you'll just pack it in there in like some parchment paper. And then you'll put it in the freezer for like maybe an hour or chill it overnight. I, I mean, I like to put it in the freezer. I think it works best. And then you cut up some like, I mean, don't get me started on sushi grade for fish, but you get started on some high quality tuna. You know what I'm saying? So you cut it into like little cubes and then you toss it with a little cupy mayo, like Japanese mayo, a little mm. sriracha or sambal chili. And then you add some like sesame oil, a little bit of soy sauce, and you mix that with the tuna. And then you take the rice and you cut it into these little cubes. I, you mm. can't see, but it's like a median two inches by one inch by half an inch cubes or two inch by one inch by one inch and they're like little rectangles and you you shallow fry them bro yeah yeah yes and then on top of that so you'll get the little cube it'll be just a little tiny square of fried rice and it's like crispy bro so good bro i gotta tell you something but go go keep going keep going on top of that it's like avocado slices or Ooh. I sometimes I'll do avocado and mango. That's what I did today. Oh, mango. So good. Oh, I bet. Avocado, mango, avocado, mango. And then to put the like tuna, sriracha, spicy mayo combination on top of that. Yeah. And then on top of that, I will like fry some scallions and jalapenos and then put that on top of all of it. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, yeah. Do you put some yum yum sauce? Well, this sauce is like, I'll show you what the sauce looks like. I know everyone in the, Oh like, my gosh! Wait, 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 wait! For um, for people who are listening, homeboy just pulled out a whole char- charcuterie dish of now, sushi. Okay, this is my cutting board upside down. That's Do you amazing. see the sauce? Yeah, it's like black. Oh, it's yellow. Is that no, no, no. sauce now? No, it's just a mixture of mayo, sriracha, and whatever. It's like already got sauce. You know what I'm saying? You mix the may- mayo, sriracha, and uh, soy sauce, and a little bit of sesame oil, and then it makes that sauce. Oh, that sounds. And delicious. that's what you coat the tuna in when you put it on top. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um, with that being said, I was in uh, Las Colinas last week in Irving, Texas. Okay. Um, and we went to a restaurant that was like, how do I say this? Like nautical themed, and it was like okay. overlooking the lake. And I ordered that exact same dish that Caleb. Yeah, a lot. I think I think it started yes. at Nobu though. I think it started. Is that there. a place I- in Japan? Nobu, that's why I just told you it's the restaurant. There's like 10 of them. Oh, oh, might be, might be, might be, might be. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I but forget. I'm pretty sure that's where it started. I don't know, but I know that Nobu has a reputation for doing it the best. So I'm assuming it started there, but I'm not sure. It's probably been around for a while, but it's delicious. That's awesome. That sounds good. I mean, what I had was great. And it was it was interesting because like the outside of the the fried the fried rice. Yeah. Soft. But I mean it was uh crispy, but the inside was soft and it was sweet. Yes. And it's one yeah, of those. Well, I mean, you got to like on in when you when you make sushi rice, you have to season it, you know. Mm-hmm. So usually what I'll put is for this, I'll put a little bit of sugar. So a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of mirin and a little bit of rice wine vinegar. Mm-hmm. And then it helps it solidify into cubes and actually fry better, too. Mm. But a little bit of sugar. You know? Dude, you know, it'd be so fun having like a like a sushi night, like where it's sure. just like open this platter was full at one point it's not anymore (laughs) where all the veggies are just cut up and then everybody just gets together and makes their own sushi that'd be so yeah so fun i'm trying to cook with chopsticks more but it's really hard you know i was trying to like turn the rice um squares with chopsticks Mm -hmm. and the oil it's like so Mm -hmm. hard though the oil's like splattering on my hands i'm like crying (laughs) so today i went to go get my um car registered 
because in mm-hmm. Texas you have to like do renewals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went to like this place to get it inspected, and then I went to like the like the court or wherever to get it the registered official or whatever. Okay. And when I went to the place to get it inspected, I saw this woman who's probably mm-hmm. my age. And then when I went to the place to get it, like the court place, I also saw that woman again. And this was like a 30 minute like window. And it was probably because we both went from point A to point B. The same B thing, together. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever that situation happens to you, do you approach that person? Are you like, hey, oh my gosh, we just saw each other. Or are you just like, ah. what's, what's your, what's your take on that? Because I did not say hi. Because I was like, thank you, next. I don't think I would say hi unless I spoke to her initially. Mm. I don't think so. Like, I mean, there's people at the gym that I've never spoken to, but I work out with them every day. So I'll like give them a little like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's it. Give a little really. nod. No, because yeah. I, I ask that because my mom is literally the most social person you'll ever meet. Yeah. My mom goes to the gym every day and she has all her friends. Like all her friends mm. are there and they all know her. They all know probably about me. And because she probably talked about me, you know, and she just says hi to everyone. And like, I just talking to strangers, not that I can't do it. I mean, I talk all the time. This is what I do with the podcast. It's just, I don't think it's really my like, I don't enjoy it. Maybe it's just like, it's awkward for me. But, But like, maybe not talking to them, but I think there's so much value in like getting to know people at least just superficially like once you learn someone's name like then you just lock it in like there's so much value within that i believe i mean i know that that's like been talked about forever like dale carnegie i believe in his course like seven habits of highly effective people or whatever that is i don't know if that's him or what whoever wrote that i'm pretty sure one of them is just like remember people's names mm-hmm. so every time i don't i learned it from my dad my dad does it because he has a very social profession he's a pastor so whenever he needs someone's name like he knows everyone in the church's name he knows their cousin's name their best friend's name he knows like their neighbor when they were five years old then he knows like all of it he knows the connections between them it's crazy yeah so i tried to do that i've tried my to, mom's like, the same exact way but it, it's very useful it's Is very it? useful i think so maybe i should like try to switch it up like the next like month i should just like if i see a stranger that i see all the time like at the gym or like like yeah. that occasion maybe i should just like say hey what's up well nice to see you. or like make casual talk and see yeah. where that takes me yeah because I don't, good. No, you got. Because I'm just like, to be honest, I just really don't like. I just don't talk to people that I don't know unless I have to talk to them. And it's weird because I'm such an extrovert. I'm an ENFJ. If you like, are into yeah. that. I think I'm INT something. You're an I. Hold on, I can't. Hold on, no, maybe it's EN. Okay, I have a screenshot of it. Let me just go find it. That's, if you're an I, dude, my whole perspective of you is like I might be bugging. Hold on, up. let me just let's just find it. Let me just find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I'll find it at some point. It's like the analyst or something. No, the the, the logician. That's what it is. The logician. Interesting. So, I don't whatever know. that is. That's what it's categorized. Like this, the logician. This and like famous people are like leonardo da vinci albert einstein i was like yo i'm, I'm here, on here you're on that level i would be surprised no not at all i'm Whatever. very stupid, stop but... you're like what? being so, so um humble about it no but i do know like anytime someone at work because i have i work at a restaurant which has a very high turnover rate and not just that we hire people all the time so every time like I see someone, even if I don't, I'm like, maybe I'll never interact with them again, but I'll just be like, hey, I don't think you've met before. My name's Caleb. What's your name? 
and I think it does help. Like people will like mention like, oh yes, you seem like more friendly or you seem more approachable or you seem more like whatever than if I didn't do that. You know what I mean? That's true. And like whenever you start somewhere new and somebody goes up to you and is like, hey, my name is da da da. That's like, that's just comforting, you know? And it's more reassuring to have someone like that, you know? And when you ask someone for something, I mean, we do it at work all the time. I'll be like, hey, can you grab me? If I say, hey, can you grab me some some boxes or some to-go boxes or or can you grab me a glass of water? That's like, okay. But if I say, hey, Bea, can you grab me this real quick? It's like, okay, I, it's connecting with you. It's not just asking out into the general, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a specific request for, for, of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes people, I think, feel more like they're Willing worth something, yeah. like cared I, for, you know? Yeah. I really do believe that. Hmm. I'm really going to try this out, guys. So um, tune in a month later, um, March 20. I'll hear the results. And hear the results. Yeah. And let's, I'm going to tell some stories if if something else happens because i think it will change i think something will happen but who knows what hey so um welcome to spiked out this is julie i'm gonna do the the intro i did last week okay Caleb, you ready you guys ready for this wait are we going yeah, yeah we're, we're going homie oh <laughs> she's diving right into this oh, yeah. wait but i have a question okay all right, all right. we'll cut it we'll cut it trust I'm just kidding. Go. <laughs> um, if I'm doing like a quote from the book, from a book, does it? I give credit for it, right? Yeah, like I know that, but like, am I allowed to do that? Oh yeah. Are you asking us if we're gonna mark you for plagiarism? I will not. <laughs> I don't want y'all to get marked for plagiarism with me speaking, and it's not credible. No, you're good. Unless you sing like a really good impression of a celebrity and a song, I think we'll be okay. It was just you, girl, put your records on. Literally five minutes yeah, ago. It's gotta be better than that, though. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do better than that. For and you have a knife. All right, got it. It's a letter opener. <laughs> it's a little sweet. All right, Bea, All right. Bea's gonna do the introduction. She can introduce you. Go, go. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? <clears throat> Wait, time out. So we're, we're going. Yes, oh, yeah. going. <laughs> we're going, we're going, we're here. We're present. <sighs> All right. All right. Standing at 510. A UT Tyler women's basketball alumni, writer of the inspiring I Choose Life blog, but most importantly, a woman of Christ, someone who has slowly become a friend, the beautiful, the funny, the talented, the sober, number 34, Miss Jolie. Oh, no. yeah. yeah and you really stalked I, my profile <laughs> i did i did my research i that's I, the whole goal that's the whole goal yeah dude you'd be surprised that's hilarious she left out your star sign though what's your star sign i am a taurus okay we got to tell people what they really want to know i'm an aries i i think april surely what's- yeah Wait, what's Taurus's month? May. Mm. Nothing better than a May baby. Mm. Yeah, when I tell people that, they kind of are like, mm. and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm a Libra. Mm. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so rude. Get off the podcast right now. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I'm joking. 
that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so Jolie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I would love to. Um, so hey guys, what's going on? First of all, I just want to, you know, thank you for you know having me on your podcast. Uh first podcast to to do with uh, someone. So that's pretty pretty neato. Um about me, um, I'm 24. I am in recovery from alcohol. Um, believer in Jesus Christ, uh, you know, just taking life every day and choosing life. Um, man, this is kind of hard. I've never done no, this. No, that's before. good. That's actually yeah, way yeah, better. Than that. That, I was like thinking, what would I say if I did that? It would be terrible. <laughs> so y'all cut, like you go through this whole video line and cut out stuff? No. I- <laughs> I'm just kidding. We oh. could, but no, what's the fun in that? You yeah, got, I know. Get, like we're not perfect. The people, people like the, they like it when we stutter. That's their favorite part. They're like, oh man, they also sucks at talking. And she has they're they're, they're real people and they they're a little they're a little poopy. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 That's it. <laughs> all right, all right. So do you uh did you go to a public school throughout your entire career? I did go to a public school throughout my entire life. Okay, cool. That's a, that was a question I had wondered when I was reading the podcast because we both went to private school. I guess we talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, I remember, well, I remember y'all talking about it on the um with Dino. Is it Dino? Dino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that y'all went to a private school and everything, and y'all kind of like talked about like what you would view about, which I really liked. I enjoyed that podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I went to public school, and to be honest, if I were to have kids right now, I would probably have them in homeschool with me. Yeah, I would too. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah, because I, I don't know, just the way people are and the way people view things nowadays. I just don't yeah. think I could even let allow my kid to be around um life like that it's just it would be really hard uh unless something drastically changes I just I think I'd be on edge constantly because I'm a very protective person and I don't want to go to jail (laughs) if anything (laughs) happens to my kid so yeah 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 for sure I feel that that was just something I was curious about but it has like a we talked about what we were going to talk about we talked about what we're going to talk about. I like that. Um, before you got on, we kind of like, you know, come up with a little game plan, that kind of thing. Because if we just wing it, it might be terrible. It might be good, but it probably will be, be terrible. When Caleb yeah. said yeah. we planned it, I sent him like a lot. Oh, yeah. Of she was like, what do you want to talk about? And I sent her like a sentence. He and was then like, she sent he was... me like a four page <laughs> itinerary with like cited sources and color coded. And I was just like, oh. No, and she kept on messaging me on Instagram. She's like, man. She's like, I got all this stuff. She's like, I'm gonna throw curveballs at you. And I was y'all, like, y'all are so rude. Me dirty like that. No, it's impressive. I, I like it. That's not me, but I like it. Yeah. I will do you dirty like that. Anyways, so no, it's just like, I guess it's a very type A. Even when I travel, like the itinerary, Caleb and I have gone to Austin together. And when I travel, like there are like times, time slots for everything. And then if it's like, if we're go if we're going on a night out. Obviously, it's like 7.30 till eternity, you know? It's, there's no, like, time cuts for that. But if we're, like, going places throughout the day, if we're trying to hit them all. Mm-hmm. It's true. She'll be like, hike, 2 to 4. Dinner, 4.30 to 5.30. This, 6. And I'm like, what the? How do you even? <laughs> she, like, charts out how far away things are. It's kind of scary. Yeah, I have. I'm like you, Caleb. I just go with the flow. 
whatever and and I have a friend that's like that she literally will time it space it and I'm just like you know you just tell me what you want me to do because I know you're gonna get upset if I don't (laughs) so I'm along for the ride I know we're gonna have fun but just just tell me and then I'll I'll follow that's what I'm saying I got mad props for it but oh it couldn't be me yeah that's what I'm saying because it's extremely organized and I'm just looking at it I'm like oh wow chaos for me because it makes my brain hurt having to do all that <laughs> yep it's hilarious yeah my google calendar is like the rainbow, <laughs> taste the rainbow. yeah literally taste the rainbow my google calendar okay so um homegirl has a blog it's called i choose a life is that correct yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. so one of the like I guess one of the end phrases and and the outros I, yeah one of the outros is be beautifully broken be a light be courageous what does that mean friend um I guess for me uh to be beautifully broken I feel all of us have been broken and we look at it as a bad thing um, we look at it as, you know, some, for me, like I looked at it as shame when I did have those broken parts of me and I thought they were the ugly parts. Uh, and I realized that the broken parts and the broken pieces of me actually made me beautiful because I've gone through things that have been able to help me grow as a person, um, and help me shine light on things for people as well uh to be a light I mean that's just you know where that broken part where no one really sees um that side and you can give them light uh while they're going through the same you know troubles and then being courageous you know being courageous is really hard in this world because it can tap tap into a lot of different things like vulnerability I mean that's being courageous because vulnerability is truly being seen Um, I think all of those things are extremely important for us to be uh, growing as people and to be actually understood and to be truly seen. And I struggle with those every day uh, to because vulnerability, it's hard for me to communicate with people. I'm like, no, I don't want to be. No, it's gross. I hate it. Um, So uh, those are what they mean to me. um, And that's what I try and be uh, for others. Uh, Because I know that people are all in dark places and I hope that they can see me and maybe my story and my path that I'm taking will help them in their dark place as well. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about um, the blog beforehand. So we had never met, actually, the three of us had, well, Bay and I obviously knew each other, but neither of us knew you. Um, When we first started, so we got on and talked for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes the other day to kind of introduce each other and stuff like that. So we didn't have to do it on the podcast. And you told us a little bit about like why you started the blog. I think people would be interested to hear that though. Okay. Um, so it's kind of interesting how I started the blog. Uh, I've always kind of like wrote here and there. Um, but I always was like, man, I'm grammatically challenged. And the funny, funny story about this, my, I told my uh, therapist, I was like, yeah, I'm, a uh, 
grammarly challenged and I looked at her and I said exactly I meant to say grammatically um, <laughs> so and she starts laughing too so I was I was like I'm just uh, struggle with words and um so I never really want anyone to see that part of me because I was like man they're gonna judge me they're gonna look at me and be like this girl doesn't know what she's talking about she is stupid and so I would send like you know uh, my posts like I pretty much that post on my blog to my friends and they're like hey like you know these like you share like you know openly in AA um and you share to people like us like I think like maybe you should do a blog and actually my sponsor um she sent me she was like I think you should start writing a blog and so she sent me the uh, WordPress and I just went in a wormhole I call them wormholes because I will be lost for hours, like writing and anything like that. And yeah. so I got, she sent me the blog and I just went into like wormhole mode. I was <laughs> on it for the rest of the day, like fixing my site, starting my site. And um, then I did, I think that day I did my first post and I was like, oh, 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 oh what have <laughs> I done? Um, so when I posted that first post, it was kind of just for myself. Um, and then it's kind of like, I sat down and thought about it. I was like, man, I said, I really want to change the world one day. Um, so I've been committed to post, uh, every Wednesday, just kind of about my story and about my life. Um, and then it's going to be pretty neat. I'm going to start doing like, you know, my childhood trauma about me coming out, all sorts of stuff. And I said, not just about my recovery, but everything that goes on in my life, I'm going to start to, you know, go into depth in my blog, which is really uncomfortable. Like last week, I wrote one um, about celibacy. I wanted to vomit after that one because no one really like views um, uh, everyone's viewpoint on celibacy is really different. And uh, yeah. that's a really broad topic to talk about. And like when I posted, I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> I was like, this is really out there now. People are actually really seeing me. Um, so that's kind of how the blog started. And um, the way I think is, you know, maybe that one day that that blog that I post will, uh, that one person will need to see it. And if not, one person might read it and it might click for them uh, two years later. So I'm hopefully yeah. planting seeds along the way. And if not, you know, I get to do my, you know, job by telling my story and telling about God and get the opportunity to tell God by using my story. So pretty mm -hmm. neat. I think, like you said at the beginning, like in the beginning, it was just for you. I think there is such like a therapeutic aspect to, to like putting that out there. Because if you have an insecurity that sometimes it can get in your head, like if I don't like something about myself, whether it's my personality or physically or whatever it's like you try and hide it and try and mask it and it just gets worse and worse. But if you just like put it out and you're just like, okay, this is something I'm uncomfortable with about myself at that point. You're like, okay, well, everyone knows now. So there's no reason to hide it. Now I can just try and work on it, you know, or try and move past it or whatever. Yeah, no, that's, I completely agree with that. I actually just started a new job and one of my coworkers followed me and we, uh, we were kind of talking about something. She's like, yeah, I read a couple of your blog posts. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told anyone that I have a podcast. That might be yeah, I, went, I was like, oh, you have? She's like, yeah, I really, I really like them. And then my, the other coworkers were like, oh, she has, she has a blog. And I'm like, <laughs> and they're like what's your last name I'm like I'm not telling you and then they're like they stalked me and like I feel like all of them are gonna go home and read my blog and they're like do you not want us to I was like I mean no it's fine I said but it's like 
you're seeing me and like I'm exposed yeah. now and yeah. you're gonna go home and read like some of the deepest part of me and I just started working here so like ah. but I was like you know <laughs> the point of me writing this is to be seen so but it still makes me uncomfortable at times because I don't like to be seen like that I think um it's it's interesting because we've touched on it just now one of the like constant themes of the blog is authenticity Mm -hmm. and okay so I'm also only 24 but like you know like as a kid I used to just hate certain parts of myself I would like compensate for being like I would compensate being clumsy by being like smart or trying to make myself look pretty or whatever you know or like Mm -hmm. freaking I got a little defensive when y'all were teasing me about my OCDness I was like in my defense I was like you know what I live in habit. Like, <laughs> it's funny, even though those things in like my brain are like disgusting, like those are parts of you that genuine people like will love. Yeah, like, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're beautiful. No matter like how annoying it is that like I will send Caleb a color-coded freaking itinerary where green is outdoor <laughs> activities and like red is indoor activities, <laughs> you know, like Caleb's still like, he lets me do it. So it's chill. Yeah. It's good. Good people. Good people exist, guys. So be yourself. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. Uh, showing your true self, and then you have those amazing people that you know see you. That is that's the most awesome, amazing feeling that anyone could ever experience to actually be seen by them. And yeah, heck yeah, I appreciate your color coordinated stuff because we wish we could be like that. Yeah, Max, oh, that's okay. why you yeah. have graduated college and I'm still in college. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why I had like a 2.4 GPA when I graduated college because yeah, I was unorganized. <laughs> that's kind of like when I started, I started working out almost a year ago. Um, in a few weeks, it'll be a year ago. And I talk about this every podcast. People are like, this guy just like, shut up working out. He's yeah. like, shut up, Caleb. I don't want to hear about you working out. I'm so it is, like, It's become like a habit. It's a routine. You know, it kind of grows every day. And I, when I first started, I had probably tried to start a hundred times and it just never worked. Um, Cause I don't like to tell people what I'm up to. I don't like to tell people my business. Really? I kind of like to keep it on the DL, you know? Really but I was like, if I just tell everyone and I just say, Hey, I'm going to start going to the gym tomorrow. And then at that point, if I quit, they're going to be like, Oh, you freaking loser. So like it held me accountable. And it, I, I don't know, in a way it, it's helped me like motivate me to keep going, you know? Cause then I, it's held me accountable. My friends that are into it are like, Hey, you know, that's awesome. They're supportive. And it was like, you know, it's just, there's so many ways that it's like beneficial to me. I don't know. No, I completely agree on that because for me, it, in, this, in my recovery in life or anything like that I say like you know I shine light on my darkness and like tell people about it there it's not allowed to be like dark anymore so like if I tell people that yeah. I'm gonna do this you know I'm like oh well if I were to tell it like to myself and not tell anyone like I screw up oh well but yeah. now like if I'm telling other people about it it's like man now I really have to do it because if I do mess up like you know I have people like well, they're not going to like shame me or anything like that, but they're going to be like, ah, okay. But I have more accountability to, you know, do to be better. Because I have such a love-hate relationship with accountability. It's like, stop telling me what I need to hear, but also thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, See, that's like, uh, uh, some of my better friends will know that that I'm always 
90% of the time, I'm pretty brutal when they ask me something. They'll say, does this outfit look good? I'm not going to say yes if it's bad. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, but it does help. And I wish, I have some friends that are like that. And I do appreciate that. They will do that for me. But I, I think that like, if more friends were like that, not, you know, unnecessarily cruel, mm-hmm. but just straight up with you. Okay. And they just told you what's up instead of, yeah. we all need friends like that to, because I mean, we all know like the friend that we're going to call that's going to baby us and be like, oh yeah, they're a freaking retard or dumbass. Like, you know, yeah. fuck them. Um, and then we all have that friend that we're like, mm, do I really want to call them because they're going to call me out on my shit? Yeah. So, um, and for me, like, I know that I need to talk to my friend that's going to call me out on my shit because I'm the type of person, like, I don't get called out on my crap. Like, it's hard for me <laughs> to be like, oh yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah, it's all, it's very important to have those type of people in our life because we need to have that, um, that conversation so we can actually grow as a person and be like oh wait let me see a different perspective so I know what I'm doing and what I'm you know possibly doing wrong so I can be better at it I agree how are some ways you think that um, family or friends can help out during you know somebody's time in recovery it doesn't necessarily have to be for yours or how are some ways that friends have helped you like how can others generate a support system to ensure success for um, for me it's been a weird little road a weird road of, of friends and family um I've had to set a lot of boundaries and I've lost a lot of friends for the road that I have taken and and one of the hardest you know boundary that I had to set was with my mom um I currently don't have a relationship with my mom because I had to set that boundary um, with her. Uh, and it that's been the hardest struggle. Um, but when I first started in the recovery and going to AA, I would look at these people like they're crazy. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. Like, who are these people? They're not my people. I have friends that I'm going to go back to, you know, the friends that are still drinking and the friends that are still putting me in situations that I should not be in. And I'm like, yeah, those are my people. And um, and I didn't want to let go of that just yet. Uh, I wasn't ready to let go of it just yet. And I soon to realize, like, God is like, dude, <laughs> you got to let them go because where I'm taking you, I can't. Um, you can't hear me can you can you hear me can you hear the phone yeah, yeah. Oh. um but anyways uh i realized like the people in aa um have really um grown me as a person like you know i have a sponsor um one of my buddy that lives here he's in a he's an active recovery as well um like they when you're with the same group of people that understand you and understand what type of pain and what type of hurt you're going through and they actually truly see you you can go as far as you want so for me I want to surround myself with people that are on the same mission as me so it's hard for me to fail yeah. um, because they know where I want to go and they know where I don't want to go anymore um, yeah so they're extremely important in my life for me just to reach the certain goals that I want for me to be able to reach. And, you know, they'll call me out on my crap, like, Hey, you, you can't do this. This is, I mean, you can, but for you to do this, this is you're going to slip up. 
there's yeah. this, this is not good for you. Um, <laughs> and you know, like I have family members that are amazing. Like they're right by my side, no matter what, like my sister, I love my sister to death. She's my number one supporter always has been. And, um, she's there and she's beyond proud of me. So those people in your corner, even if it's a small few and they show up to buy it for you, no matter what, it's really important. And the more like if you have community, even if you have a couple of people in your community, it's important. Even like friendships, even like now, like it's very important because you're able to talk and you know grow with one another and show each other like who you are as a person. So I think um at least with my experience as well, like I've been to meetings and stuff like that as well, like recovery meetings. And I think that that's, they have that such a great balance of, at least, I mean, to answer Ben's question as well, my position would be the best thing you can do is get involved in, in some sort of recovery program. Yeah, for sure. Because that like other things follow, you know, there's a social network that's beneficial there. There's a actual program for you to follow there. You know, there's literature there. There's um, what's the word for there's celebration of achievement there. You know, there's all of that stuff that's like crucial and having it all in one place is like so awesome. But mm -hmm. I think that they have like to have that community that's like, like we said, we were talking about earlier, they're going to call you out when they need to, but they're going to be supportive at the same time, like on both sides of it, you know? And that's so awesome, I think. And they all, I think that one of the biggest issues when someone is having, um, like struggling with that, you know, it's to believe that you know everything you know to believe oh i can quit when i want to or i can do this when i want to but it's like okay you can't you know and once you yeah. accept that you can then you can accept help from other people who are further along than you you know and they have good advice so like yeah i've been in your position i know what you are and like you know this is what you got to do man mm -hmm. like yeah. i see you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. i see exactly what you're doing like i've been there and yeah. i i get it and i understand yeah yeah you no, know, I always I always tell people that I've never been to like AA or anything like that. I'm like, it's like a cult. <laughs> I'm in a cult. Yeah, a great kind of cult. Uh, because I mean, we we celebrate. Yeah, like you said, we celebrate one another. Um, I got to an awesome chance to go to my my AA or one year birthday at the. Oh, end happy of thirteen months, by the way. I read I read that today. Congrats. Well, awesome. it wasn't today. It wasn't you know today. It was when I posted today. It was on thirteenth, but I appreciate okay. it. Yeah. But no, it's, it's awesome. Like how everyone comes together, like, and celebrates you. And the crazy thing is, it's like, anywhere I go, I have a family, yeah. you know, I, I, I can go to different, like, like I traveled to Arizona not too long ago and I popped into an AA meeting. Like, yep. and I like, and you, if you were to ask me in July, like when I was traveling and stuff, when I was still was start doing active recovery, I would never have done that. Cause I was like, I'm not really that. That's not like who, like, and I was like, you know what I said, I have people everywhere now I can tap in to anywhere I go. Cause they actually see me. So I popped in and I was like, Hey, what's up? I don't know any of y'all, but I do know y'all because we're all alcoholics. Yeah. So hilarious. That's awesome. I love that. So, um, I guess before I ask this question, <laughs> from someone, <laughs> what? Like, we both got scared. Both their faces. What's she gonna ask? Let me just. <laughs> no, um, it's so in nursing school we went to a meetings, and um, it was so interesting to see like the different demographics of people that were there. There were people of color. There were old people. There were young people. They were giving out chocolate. 
they were giving out coffee like who yeah. doesn't want coffee and chocolate like come on exactly um so I guess that say like from someone outside looking in I can see the good community that it generates and as you've said through your testimony I guess that's amazing yeah because it doesn't matter like where you're from or who you're from like we just see you you know and I think that's what I wish we all in this everyone in the United States could do that um that it doesn't matter who you are what you look like where you came from what you did what you've done what you're doing now but we see you you know we see you wanting to get better we see you wanting to be the best version of yourself and um I wish that we could all be able to do that and that's what I love about AA because we never judge um we see one another where they're at exactly where they're at and we're going to meet them there and tell them like hey this works if you actually want to do it you know you will you will be successful there's people to tap into there's readings to tap into um so yeah it gets me excited to talk about it because I love I went to meeting last night and I was like man I really need this recharged and it gave me a little battery bump up I was like oh I needed this. I didn't really talk much and I was sleepy, but just being around the people that like, you know, understand where I'm at, it just helps. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think um, also there's like so many, it's like, a, it's just, it's genuine as well. Like, I guess you're touching on that as well. It's like, there's no one there that's like out to embarrass you or gets yeah. out to get you. It's just like such a safe and like cultivating environment. I can't say enough good things about it, to be honest. <laughs> I really can't. Um, I don't want to ask too many questions because I know Bea has an itinerary. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Go. <laughs> oh, mean. Okay. So as being young, a lot of social events have alcohol involved, right? Um whether you go to a baby shower or you go to a work party or concerts, whatever, a lot of alcohol is involved. How do you, or what, what advice do you give to um, people who are in recovery and young and want to socialize? That is a struggle. Um, It's crazy to me to know that alcohol now that I'm like on that not that outside but like still on the inside because you know like I don't judge people who drink anything like that you know more power to them but then again it's like no one's a normal drinker (laughs) um but it's advertised everywhere you know it's advertised to you drink to have a good time like you know and drink in moderation and you'll still be fine so that it really blows my mind and um but going to like social events or anything like that, like, you know, like I'm expecting to be, you know, alcohol there or anything like that. And I know for me, it, me some people are different in AA. Some people don't even associate, like go to parties like that or yeah. anything more like that. Like they won't step near it. Um, but I don't want something to have control over me like that. Uh, I want to be able to still live my life and know that if I bring light into my darkness, and tell someone when I'm struggling or if I want, or if I'm thinking about drinking, I'll be fine. 
Um, so if I like know that we're going out that night to go dancing, cause I love to dance. It gives me like a release off my body and like a free, a free spirit. And I love to dance. So if that night we're wanting to go dance or anything like that, or I know that I'm going to be around alcohol, like I'll text one of my safe buddies, be like, yeah. Hey, um, I'm struggling right now. I'm not going to drink, but I want to drink. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, cause I've learned that once I put light into any darkness that I'm having, yeah, it can't have power over me anymore. Um, but like when, if I'm sitting there and I'm in the dark, like, cause it's been mostly like, I'd be, I'll be ashamed of it. Like, you know, I, oh my God, I'm wanting to drink like, Oh, why am I wanting to drink? Like, this is, this is not good. This is bad. And like, I'll start freaking out, panicking. And I did that like at the beginning of me, like, um, stopping, like drinking everything. And I just wouldn't say anything. And once I finally started like tapping into my people and like texting them, like, dude, I want to drink. Um, I'm not going to drink. So don't freak out. <laughs> don't, yeah. you're going to make it worse. Um, but I'll just tell them, and then that really, that helps me. So if anyone is going out that is an active recovery and they do want to try it, get a safe buddy that wants to do the same thing with you and to go yeah. out. Cause the people that I go out with now, they're all in active recovery as well with me. And if not, um, the people that I am with, they, they respect me. They like, you know, are you okay? Like, is this okay? Like, you know, is it okay for me to drink around you? And I'm like, yes. Like, you know, it's, it's the people you surround you with, yourself with is how much you're going to achieve things and be successful but it's also learning your boundaries learning where you're at and that's the hard part um but all the I, the best advice i could give is shine light into that darkness when you are struggling yeah i agree i like that i think also like you said earlier the like to be vulnerable is courageous but at first it seems so like it seems so i don't know contraintuitive it seems embarrassing you know but then like once you see someone have the courage to do it you know and like tell their story like seeing you tell your story like okay that oh, takes absolutely. courage you know what i'm saying yeah. and it wants think, to set you free like if you, yeah. if you see someone tell your story you're like oh i want to set myself free because i've yeah. had like multiple times like when people have told me like when i was still in the closet and they told me like julie i gotta tell you something i'm i like girls and i was like oh i was like oh my you had the courage to tell me that. Me too. Like, <laughs> I like girls too. Thank you. Like you just set me free by setting yourself free by telling me. And like, we don't, but it really does. Like once you tell, have that courage to say something that's literally just gut punching, like that other person just got set free because you wanted to set yourself free. So it's pretty, it's pretty magical. Uh -huh. I like that. Do you, um, do you think like, Isolation, okay, sorry, Caleb. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I love you, man. But I think <laughs> she's still gonna go. Too. I am. I am. I'm gonna go. I'm full force. Anyways, no, it's fine. Just hold yourself for a second, okay, friend. <laughs> Thanks. I think like isolation is such a dangerous place to be in. Um, and becoming self-aware of when you're isolating yourself is like an underrated difficult thing to do you know because sometimes I mean I don't know about y'all but like for me I'll be like oh no it's just work is like super social or like I'm involved in so many things I need to take a break but in, real in reality I'm like struggling with something and I just 
don't want to like be vulnerable and open up to someone or even to God about it. And yeah. And then that's when like the, the cascades of bad thoughts just continue. And the idea of shining a light to that dark place is so powerful because it can, I don't know, it can like, it just does wonders. It like connects us as people. It, it opens avenues for recovery. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. It's uh, like last week I was struggling really bad. Uh, <laughs> I was in a dark, dark spot. I started watching the show Euphoria. And oh, I can't watch it, bro. I can't do it. Yeah. And I was like, my sister, she was like, it's going to trigger you. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I do. Boy, was I wrong. Because I started watching it. And then like when I watched like Rue Relapse, I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh man I was like I want to relapse (laughs) I wonder what it would feel like you know just to forget all your problems and I told my friend Zach I was like because I finally shed because I was just I was in a bad spot like I wasn't talking to anyone like I didn't know how to get out of it like I was struggling and I finally said because I was like I told Zach I was like either the only way to relapse is if I pick up the bottle I'm going to drink myself to death or I'll, I was like, or I'm never going to wake up again. I said, that's the only way to end it. And I was like, neither one I want. Um, but sometimes I think I was like, you know, what if the possibility that, you know, I do drink, you know, what, what would it be? You know? Cause like, I think like that show made me think like, Oh man, like, <sighs> and I was like, I can't ever do that again. Cause yeah. I have so much to tell. Yeah. I have so many things to tell and like it sometimes it like I get I get stuck in my head I'm like man this sucks and then I'm like wait no it doesn't suck like I get to live an amazing life and be vulnerable and feel my emotions emotions suck but like I get to be present in them and see people be present in them and um sometimes I forget that and you know I get lost in a wormhole and then I I get stuck in it but like the moment I started speaking on it it's like, oh, I feel fine now. Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, I finally said what I was feeling and like, I feel better. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think I do. That's like, I have no issue with people who watch Euphoria. And I think now I watched most of the first season. It was like crazy. And now I think it's more like Riverdale than it was before, but there's still like the dr- dramatization of like relapse. I'm like, I don't like that. I, I guess like, you know, for people that don't have any issues with or have any friends who have issues with um, anything like that. It's just fun and games, but yeah. I think it is. Oh, I don't know. I don't... <sighs> it was, it, it made me think of like, it also made me think of, you know, I never want to go back there. Yeah. It was a bit, it was beneficial because it helped me remind of who I was, you know, who yeah. I could be again. Um, and I was like, man, Oh, I didn't like that part of me. And I struggle with that to this day because I'm like, oh, wow, that was that was a shitty person. Like I was like for me, like I have a really bad like I would call myself a monster. You know, that got imprinted in my head from um, people that call me because like I was just I would drink like I was a big drinker. And um, but now I like, you know, like that was the side of me. And I love that. Like, even though like it was hard, I still love that side of me because I was the only thing that was happening was I was trying to protect myself. And that's the only way I knew how to protect myself. 
Um, so I had to learn like, Hey, that side is still beautiful no matter what, even mm-hmm. though that's the only way you knew how to do things at the moment. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I don't remember what I was going to say earlier now. Hey, Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was just rude. <laughs> that was rude. I <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> It probably was dumb anyway. I don't even no. remember. It was probably wonderful, actually. Stop it. It was, yeah, it was like the cure for some disease or something. You know? Yeah. We would have like discovered it right here, became famous, yeah. rich, all in one. Can I listen yes, to that I'm like being ganged up on? Like <laughs> the whole <laughs> the whole podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's fine. You know we love you. Just, just, you know. <laughs> just kidding. On another subject, I want to talk about, wait, I want to ask you, I don't, I don't, I think you told me the other day, but I totally forgot, which is terrible because I should not forget things like that. What do you do? Like, what, what's your job? Do you have a job? No. Yeah, I have a job. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to presume. Some people are like, no, nah, I'm in school or I'm doing this or, oh, some no. people are, got side hustles. I don't know. Yeah. We do. I'm going to have a side hustle soon. I'm going to start up my own Let's business go. and everything, you know, because, but I work at uh, UC Health uh rehab center i'm an exercise specialist but i do want to open up a own side side gig side hustle okay but i don't want to i don't want to tell it out loud because i want people to steal it (laughs) oh (laughs) that's fair that's fair that's fair i i because i feel like i remembered you saying you see health so i couldn't like but i couldn't remember like what specifically it was but i was gonna ask you would you ever have any like interest in like coaching basketball because i knew you played some basketball right would you ever yeah, be interested in like, coaching like kids or teenagers i played all through college uh yeah i would love to coach basketball i mean that's something that's drilled into my head and and i love uh in my in my body it's it's what makes me tick um it's helped me become the person i am today i used to be a shy person like i used <laughs> to not like talk to anyone like i would hide in the corner and then I started playing like <laughs> basketball and it literally just bloomed me into the person I am today. Um, but God has been steering me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. It's this last, this whole last past year of between my sobriety and everything, it's been a little, little bit of a crazy, like, you know, journey. Yeah. And um, I know where I'm at right now. It's where I'm supposed to be. Uh, and I'm just going to enjoy the ride and, if he does take me on the basketball path of coaching, you know, I would love to, but I would want to coach college basketball. Um, mm. That would be my passion because it's just, they get it already. Um, yeah. They understand it. And also at that time, I wish I had someone. Um, Cause when I was playing basketball, I drank heavy too. Yeah. Um, but I would want to be able to be a mentor to the girls. You know, oh, basketball, positive it, for yeah. Sure. Ba- Basketball is important, but the outside life is way more important. And I would want to be able to, you know, help them along the way in their in their situations because you know we all struggle, especially in college athletes. Man, they go through some crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you talk the other day, and then today it just got me thinking. I was like, dude, you'd be like a 
good basketball coach. I feel like I, I just see it. I don't know why. Yeah. I was thinking about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd get so pumped to be like, yeah, get that stuff, yeah. Back and yeah. forth, back and forth. Yeah. You, you Now you're in trouble and you're going to get on the line and run for the rest of the practice. And I don't yep. care if you throw up, go ahead. I know you probably <laughs> drank last night because it smells like alcohol in the gym and I've been there. <laughs> we love to see it. That's awesome. I remember in college we did um, what's it called? We did like a a research paper over like if college athletes should be paid, like for what they do, and the answer is like yes. Why not? Like, cause um, y'all put in so much time into what you do when like people who didn't play sports in college, like they could use that time to go to work or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, how do you expect people to like sleep for three hours just so they could work uh, just so they could like live? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, get your pay, your school paid for and then people would be on a stipend. Um, mm-hmm. Depends on where you go and all that stuff, but it's a lot. People don't understand like how much, how much it was like I struggled a lot of the time <laughs> and then you add alcohol to the mix and I was just a little lovely bee <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you know you really don't have any free time and then like the coaches expected you to be the best in practice even when you had outside life like people dying yeah. or you know like like your mental health wasn't even there like in we still had to come into practice ready to go and they said even though it's three hours like you have to be perfect and it's like man I am struggling and like I need you to see me and understand but you're not you're just expecting me to be the best right now and I can't be the best so and then like also to have that like that's time you can't dedicate to because if you get a certain jobs they'll look at your college GPA you know and your GPA suffers because you're dedicating all the time to sports and stuff like that too yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. My GPA is a little poopy. So. Oh, mine too. It's, yeah. it's okay. Uh, it's, it, it happens. I'm like, man, I did my best. Like, yeah, GPA doesn't mean anything. Get out of here. If that's what ever I hope, says, I'm like, GPA looks a little short. I'm like, where's your college GPA? Huh? Yeah. What, what? And I'm like, I bet you all the people that have 3.6s don't even compare to who I am. So let's go, big boy. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to be like, did you have fun in college? No? Okay, well then okay, there you go. My point is proven. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> man, man, did you have fun in college? <laughs> I mean, there were some good times. We, yeah, There were some fun times. There was a lot of, Caleb, I don't want to study anymore. Caleb, I hate myself. <laughs> Why did I do this? I should have majored in social work. Dude, the nursing majors are the worst, too. They're just like... Nothing nursing. is harder than being a nursing. I know, like, pre med majors are like, oh, I'm just chilling, doing homework. Nursing majors are like, wah, wah, wah. let's get into I'm this. Kidding. I'm nursing... sorry for the nursing majors. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. I totally agree. Nursing majors, nurses, I'd never date any of them. Awful. No way. I I wouldn't do it. It's just, it's we all we talk about, all we talk about is, oh, my gym is so hard. And yes, that is true. There is like, that is very true. But like, what? And this is something I ask myself too. Like, what are we outside of being nurses? Like, there's so much more to me than being a nurse. Like, literally, I try to avoid talking about nursing while on the podcast, even though sometimes I'll kind of just name drop it, like the way Caleb does working out. But like other times, I'm just like, nah, I'm over it. 
<laughs> I do love my job, though. <laughs> I'm good. See if I can get through an episode without bringing up the gym. I, I'll, <laughs> I, can do it. I like, deserve an award. <laughs> I should know. I got the gun, okay. too. Uh, yeah, I saw you took your shirt off and, like, you know. Dude, it got hot, man. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I had to take die. my jacket off, too, because it got a little steamy in here. And I was like, Dude, those... I started getting, like, real sweaty. I was like, yo, why is it so hot down here? Uh, he, I don't know I was, it's like, Caleb took off his shirt. I was like, man, I got to take off my shirt. Yeah, you got your. You got no, one's so no one's ever gonna see this video. This is just for us. Exactly. Myself, <laughs> Whatever. I think okay, but I did have a so since you mentioned earlier that you were talking about um homeschooling, do you think like beyond homeschool, like what uh, up to what age would you prefer to homeschool your kids? Because we've talked about this. I think we talked about it on the podcast before. We but have I definitely talked about it. <laughs> Well, I want to get multiple perspectives. It makes me a little nervous because if I keep them homeschooled, you know, they're sheltered to the outside world. Yes. And then when they go to college, it's like, oh my, what kind of life is this? Yeah. You know, what is this world? What are these people? What are yeah. these drugs? What is it? alcohol? Yeah. But then again, um, for me as a parent, like, I would discuss these issues with them and I wouldn't just shelter them from the outside world. Like I would tell them like, you know, like I would be open about my life. I don't believe that it should be hidden. Um, I don't believe anything should be hidden. I feel like it should be a discussion, you know, Oh yeah. Um, I don't want to, you know, limit a kid's brain because they're so, they, they are so knowledgeable. Like we're so knowledgeable and like we understand and like receive like at, when we're young like that's where we're growing the most and um i don't think what people understand is like that's where we get damaged the most Mm -hmm. you know that's where either we're going to get set up for success or we're going to get set up for failure and have to figure our way out you know especially like when we get older we're like oh wow i got i got stuff i gotta fix um so but i would like I'd probably hold school if I were to homeschool I would try and get like a little community where they do like have a whole school community where they have like 10 12 kids and then go through all the high school but like I would be open and tell them like you know everything goes on because I'm like I'm not going to shelter them from the world I want to prepare them yeah yeah when I was was a kid so I went to like a small private school and we would play I was I also played basketball as a child, not in college, but like in fifth grade. Did you get dunked on? <laughs> Same thing, basically. Wow, guys, Man, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, because all the girls were not as big as me in fifth grade. I was like one of the biggest girls. If you're a five foot fifth grader, that's pretty big. And I was yeah. a five foot fifth grader. Anyway, just hit your. And then I stopped. Yeah, it hasn't us. grown since then. I haven't stopped. It's just beep. <laughs> and then. Beep. <laughs> This is still fifth grade band. This is still fifth grade band. Keep going, keep going. Okay, okay, okay. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not sorry. Earlier, you interrupted me. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) Caleb. Go ahead, Caleb. (laughs) All I'm saying is they do have those leagues, okay, with homeschool kids versus. Oh yeah. Oh no, like well, okay, but see, I don't have an issue with. I believe that I would put my kids in like a. I, I would want them to have like two to three extracurriculars, you know, whether it's a musical one, a sports related one, and then like something else. I'd want them to have that community. I'm not going to like make sure they have no social skills and get made fun of, but I'm going to like, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to make, I, I would want to handle their education. I think yeah. I, at least for me, I don't know why I, 
would be type A about that for some reason. That's so Strangely, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that one thing, that's adorable. Well, he's very type A about the podcast too. They're like, we I, have to get an episode out this week. We have to do this. So it's certain. That's true. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because I know you mentioned it earlier. So I was wondering what your what your thoughts were. On what that. my viewpoints on it. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure that my kid is most successful, you know. Yeah, and that's like I understand I see the value in like school. I think school obviously is important, right? That's a given, especially in today's society. Like even college is mandatory now almost, you know. But yeah. I think like having the ability to have like a more personal education experience like someone who knows where you're at and can judge you there like i mean not that like public school teachers or private school teachers can't do that but it's harder when you got like 50 kids you know or 200 kids or however many kids you got rather than me i would just have like my kids you know what i mean and i know where they're at i know what their strengths are i know like how they learn you know what i'm saying like you know if they are honest or you're visual or whatever yeah i think that's important i don't know no, I agree that it's completely important. I see if I was itching to ask something. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I just, I'm itching to disagree with like a lot of this. Oh, oh okay. To interrupt you. <laughs> no. Interrupt you. Yes, I'm <laughs> itching to interrupt you. I'm joking, friend. You're itching to disagree though? For real? I am itching to disagree. I... Okay. That's Keep going. <laughs> I don't know. I think... My voice got really high right then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do you know <laughs> we've debated many times. It's never gone well for her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> as as much as I love my future children, I don't think <laughs> I don't, don't want to hang out with them all the time. <laughs> yes, actually, I don't want to hang out with them all the time. Like I want a career, but also I don't think I'm the one for that. Like, I think it's got to be my partner. Like, if that person is interested in, like, teaching our kids, then go. You go. You all the power to you. But, like, I want, like, to build an empire for our family. <laughs> like, like, whether it's business or, I don't know, I just, or, like, have vacations. I don't want to, like, focus on that aspect of my kids like don't worry don't get me wrong like if my if my baby girl is like mom I want to make like robots I'll be like okay let's go let's go make robots in some random lab I will support you but like eight hours a day five days a week why does it know. have to be that why does it have to be that though I don't or know four why. hours a day I don't I don't know it's just I I will love my children I will like read bedtime stories with them like we can cuddle on the couch together totally fine but like I'm just not, I'm not saying I'm against it, but I am not the one to teach my children. That's just not my. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's I think it is fine. a reference, you know? Yeah. I, don't know. I would just, I would want to, to do it because I know how school can be for some people and some people like, and I know I wouldn't want it to be like this disadvantageous for my kids. Disadvantageous? I don't know if that's a word. I don't know. That sounds like a word. This adjective. We can argue about it later. It sounds like it. Don't, <laughs> don't ask me. I, I'm bad at spelling. <laughs> I'm also bad at spelling. <laughs> I'm bad at words. <laughs> yeah, I'm slowly. Uh, I'm slowly realizing I too am bad at grammar. I used to think I was good. I'm like <laughs> writing papers, and I'm like, 
I type with two fingers. I'm like a hundred years old. I look like I'm on a typewriter. No, but he's so you're so good at writing. Shut up. I am weirdly good at writing, but like I'm bad at actually like I'm good at doing it, like writing essays and stuff, but I'm bad at like grammar. I don't know. Like I always have to go back and grammar check. I don't have to check for contents or like misspelling, but it's like grammar. I always have to check. It's not true. Homeboy's amazing. No. I have to check for all of it. <laughs> At least you have a blog. See, I haven't even written anything, yeah. so we wouldn't even know. Who knows? Yeah. You should just step out on a limb and do it. It's great. Well, okay, so that's, that's like that's what I think. So this is like the podcast is when we started it, it was just kind of I mean, I'm happy that people would listen and care what we have to say or what we have to hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like 99% of it is just for me to talk to other people, right? I don't know. Oh, 100%. Much, but I like, feel the same way. And so, like, this is our outlet as you have the blog, you know, this is like mm-hmm. ours, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like, no. I've read things that are like, this is a better strategic way to podcast. Or like, people have been like, you know, maybe we can make it a little more interesting or whatever, add some spice. There have been some constructive criticism, let's just say that. And like, yeah. I do take them. But at the same time, dude, I'm having so much fun that it's like, yeah, we get to meet people like well, you. Can, you're super exactly. dope. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's super like, dope. yeah, this is fun. I like Yeah. I mean, and it's also your your blog, it, or not your blog, your podcast, so you get to do anything, you know, to it, you know? Yeah. And that's how, like, I feel about, like, you know, my blog, like, yeah, I'm gonna mess up, but oh, well, because it's mine, and, like, I'm being yeah. my true self. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of sick, like, when you, like, maybe years down the road, if you're still doing it, like, look at this blog, I got, like, a 500 blog posts you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. super awesome that's I what like, i was thinking about today i was like 52 weeks in a year i was like oh, <laughs> oh. i was like that's 52 blog posts in a year am i gonna be able <laughs> to have all that knowledge to be able to do that i'm gonna have to start asking people hey what do you want me to write about <laughs> <laughs> so but that's hilarious i like that and it's like so i used to journal a lot as in college all the time. I journaled like every day about everything because I had so many emotions and I still do. And like going back and like reading those like journals about like certain prayers and then like two months later they'd get answered. Like that was, I would literally cry just going back and seeing it. And I remember I'd highlight it and be like, this was answered on July 2nd. And I'd be like, (laughs) wow I've come so far and it was such like a great like milestone marker mm-hmm. yeah do you ever and, go back and read your blogs yeah, like, I'm gonna ask that. <laughs> have you do do I go back and read my blogs yeah or have you or will you maybe yeah I go back and read my blogs uh just if I need like a different perspective because a lot of them are kind of to me um yeah. and I really like the one that I read the most uh is a letter to myself mm-hmm. um and it just kind of reminds me like hey <laughs> love every side of you um no matter where you're at like love the past jolie uh i think i say love the past jolie love the irate jolie um love every side of myself love the now love the past and love who you are becoming mm-hmm. uh cuz sometimes i forget to love that part of me i forget to love the part that i am i, I can get irate um and what's I but I rate like a good word like angry angry yeah yeah and I forget I like and I'm like man I don't but then I remember that 
that past or like that little child Jolie is screaming out at me like hey there's something going on that I'm not liking and I'm not able the only way that I knew how to communicate was get mad and um so that's how like I'm like okay something's wrong you're telling me that something's wrong and I love you and I appreciate you for letting me, you know, but let's, let's talk about this. Let's communicate it in a better way. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one that I really do like to go look at uh, just to, you know, Hey, you are still amazing at every part and every season of life you were in, even when you didn't have all the tools, you still tried your best and you yeah. were trying your best no matter what. That's beautiful. And like, that's, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I will. No, no, go ahead. Um, <laughs> like, I think that that's, I had, I heard actually somebody talking about this the other day. I think it, maybe it was a TED talk. I don't know. Or some educational talk on YouTube. And it was like, why we don't, why there aren't negative emotions. Because like you were saying, when you get angry, like you, you, it gives you the opportunity to say, what's the deeper like reason I am angry, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, it gives you, it's like a, usually a defense mechanism, you know, to something that you're frustrated with or whatever. Yeah. And you can like trace those back and figure out problems that you didn't even know were there, you know? Yeah. The, the mind is the mind is super complex because like, I mean, that's how I grew up. Like we would get mad and yeah. they like this fight and argue. And that's just how I was programmed. Or the only way I could protect myself was get mad. You know, I'm going to be the biggest, baddest one and you're not going to be able to mess with me. Yeah. Um, and so like, when someone would do something and like I'd get triggered that way, it's me trying to protect myself. Like I'm not, I don't want to be mad at you, but I'm trying to protect where I used to be hurt. And that's where, yeah. and so, and I'm like, okay, so something is like, this is everything is a deeper rooted problem that not a problem, but something that we've been, that we went through like trauma. Um, yeah. And if we actually sit down in the time to actually think about what's going on, I mean, you figure out a lot of things where your body is, you know, telling you like, hey, like, I'm just trying to protect you. I'm not trying to do anything. And I need you to listen. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm going to be vulnerable for a second. Um, I grew up in a home that like we would kind of like yell a lot whenever we were mad or whenever we had quote unquote negative emotions. (laughs) And like there'd just be a lot of screaming or it'd be like no talking. And I think whenever, if I have children or if I have a family, I think that's going to be like one of the main things that I like, because times will come when we're frustrated at each other, right? That'll be like, instead of resorting back to like my childhood ways of just yelling and screaming and shouting, just the constant, "Ah!" like I will definitely try to implement like, yo, let's, let's calm down and then let's talk or like what is the actual underlying issue here because it's, it's not this it's just a manifestation of these negative feelings yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's literally came to that realization over the past like year yeah I think that's why I like the biggest thing about my recovery is like when I do have kids I think we talked about this uh, um I want to break a generational curse mm-hmm. you know um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be like that for my kids. I want to make sure that I'm able to communicate with them fully. Mm-hmm. And that when, they, if they have kids, like 
it gets better each generation. Mm. Um, and I think it's important for us and, you know, to actually learn who you are before you have kids, Yeah, you know, because I think a lot of people do end up having kids and they have no idea who they are. They have no mm-hmm. idea um, what's going on with their body and uh, what's going on in their, in their mind. And then they pass it on to their own kids because yeah. they never really knew how to love their self. Uh, that's one of my big one of my biggest issues is I didn't know how to love myself so I casted that out on everyone else and it was chaotic because mm-hmm. my body was chaotic so I was projecting that and getting chaotic back and then when I finally started to get that love for myself and the chaotic chaos started to go away everything just started to become peaceful mm-hmm. it's so funny because like we'd never treat other well at least for me I'm not going to speak for y'all. <laughs> like, I'd never treat somebody else the way I've treated myself in the past. But why can't I extend that kind of kindness or compassion to myself? You can't extend compassion when you can't extend it to yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's absolutely important. Well, yeah, 110%. Even though if we're not trying to extend it to someone else, we and we don't mean to, if we're still fighting that in with us, we accidentally project it onto other people yeah. even though we don't feel like we are we do oh, um, yeah. and like it's not like we're intentionally doing it it's just we can't help it you know yeah, um, that stuff seeps bro yeah it, it does and like that's why I think my sister and I like because I was very like my body was chaotic and I remember when uh because we would be this fight or flight mode of one another and I thought I remember telling my therapist I was like you know when I finally stopped having war of myself and like I hung out with my sister it was the strangest thing it's like we loved one another like it was just we were at peace and like you know for once like we hugged each other without cringing anything like that and it was just like it was so it was so strange it wasn't strange but it was like wild like to actually witness like when you're not fighting with yourself or anything like that when you're actually at peace it really like projects on someone else and like you can receive it and feel it and like realize it. it's it's mind-blowing really Mm -hmm. for sure sure. well i suppose we won't take up all of your evening even though I could talk forever, I'm not gonna lie I to really you. could too. Yeah, I, honestly, I could too. <laughs> three-hour podcast, <laughs> our three-hour special, guys. <laughs> you enjoy this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just what we're talking about is very deep. So yeah. I think it's almost inappropriate to react immediately. Like I gotta absorb what y'all are saying, yeah. and because of that, like there's a there's like a little lag in my in my thought and so like it's extended process. even longer yeah i got process yeah, 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 yeah. i got girls got got but that's what i'm saying we'll have a part two we think part about two. it part formulate two. maybe a little bit have you back on if you're willing to join us and then you know yeah. what i'm saying would love to and then i'll post and be like yo give these people a follow a like and yeah, listen dude. to and my we'll great voice sure we're gonna tag you in our instagram post and we're gonna be like yo go all five of our people that listen can go look at your book. Hey, okay. I already told people, I was like, yo, I got invited to be on a podcast. I was like, they just started up. I was like, you know, I'm just starting my stuff. I said, we can help one another somehow. Maybe I said, but all I know is I'm supposed to be on this because God is like, here, have another thing here. Have another <laughs> thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Eat. I got it, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> blessings on blessings.
exactly it's crazy I'm just like huh why are you like this is weird like you know like you said like when you go back and like you pray and I think that's one thing that I struggle with the most is that I get so caught up with now that I forget to zoom out and realize how much I've gotten and where I've come from absolutely I feel like a lot of us do that like we're like get so focused and zoomed in on like what's going on now that we're like oh wait when I come back out it's like man I've gotten this I've gotten this I've gotten this this is where I was at and this is where I'm at now absolutely hey you guys want to hear an answered prayer real quick just before we go I go okay so I don't know if I'm gonna cut this out because I do edit these (laughs) Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, I do. okay, so you can cut out what you want. What you <laughs> want, but not what happens to us. That's, that's messed up. Yeah, no, this is the, after all have, after y'all have ganged up against me, this is my, like, this is me getting back at y'all. I mean, <laughs> I'm joking, I can't, I can't. So, Monday night, yeah, I was just like, I had come home from work, and I was just so sad. So sad. Like, beyond, I just had never been that sad in a long, long time. And I don't know if it was the weather or if it's because different things are happening in my life that can cause sadness. But I was just so, so sad. And I was feeling so lonely. And I was like, I need to, like, open up. Like, I just need to, like, I need to let people in so that I can feel a sense of community again, right? Logic, right? And so... I prayed that prayer. I reached out to a few friends. It was great. And then I prayed a prayer specifically that Monday night. And I was like, Lord, like, help me have a sense of community again. Because even though I do have friends, a lot of my friends have gone off, gone married, gone to grad school, whatever. And so um, Tuesday night after work, so I worked Monday and Tuesday, Tuesday night after work, I went to go to Andy's in um in downtown and Caleb just like for information I don't know if Julie knows this but um there's like a indoor plaza within our city that mm-hmm. people kind of just chill around in mm-hmm. and there's also like different artwork and I was like it's 7 30 I just need like to decompress so I got some Andes and then I walked around to look at the art and then I turn around and I see this woman and it's our pastor's wife and I'm like what are you doing here it's like almost eight o'clock nobody should nobody should be out and it was like a tuesday night (laughs) it was a tuesday night (laughs) i know right i know right (laughs) no worries no but i was just like why is she here it's a tuesday night and um she's like i almost said something (laughs) (laughs) okay okay and so i i go like say hi and she's like we have a small group that meet here every Tuesday night and all the women come together and we kind of just chit chat. And I was like, oh man, is this an answer? Like yeah. yeah. I was like, is this an answer prayer or what? Yeah. And so a bunch of other like women came. Like I say women because they're not teenagers. I don't know why I keep emphasizing that, but they are like my age is what I'm trying to say. And they just like sat, it was like a sit around talk to the fire. And I absolutely loved sitting around and talking in the fire. There was no fire, but it was like, we were just in like a small bubble of conversation. And I just felt so seen and it was just so beautiful. It was filled with so much love. And I was like, Lord, 
what in the world i sent you a message and you sent it right back so fast and it was like such a it was such a great feeling you know yeah it's awesome when we're able to um able to actually receive it you know and you know it's weird like when we do go to certain places it's like when we didn't even want to go there but when we get there we're like oh (laughs) this is why you wanted me here okay i got you now (laughs) so okay is this like the end of the podcast any other questions i thought you were gonna throw some curveballs at me what do you think about um sue bird adding another year of her contract being 40 feel like she's a little old (laughs) you think you think it's like a good way to end a career she just froze her eggs recently did you see that no so i don't really i'm not really on social media that much Mm, but um to me she's a great great player like she is the goat you know her Diana Trossi um one of my favorite players is Brianna Stewart love her um but Sue Bird is the top dog I mean if she wants to add another year I mean if I could play professional and keep playing I would do the same thing is until my body until my body tells me I no longer can do this I would keep playing until then but I mean, there's a time point. Like, if she knows that her body can still play, then screw it, play. You know, um, you give like you know, you never get that chance or the opportunity back. Your body's gonna tell you when you can't do it anymore. And I mean, that's that's the hardest part is hanging something up, um, and starting a new door and going through that door because that's scary. The that's unknown scary. is scary. It's dark. It's creepy. No one wants to do it, but you have to and if you don't you get stuck into a little weird little cycle over here and it's like just walk through the unknown but it's the best thing you'll ever do but Absolutely. keep doing it until i mean your body says hey no more <laughs> good job on turning um the sea bird story into a life lesson proud of you yeah i know that's what i was thinking i was like, oh, <laughs> I was like dang <laughs> Yeah, you thought you were going to catch me on the slip. All right, I got you. I got you. I got you. If you were going to have a movie about yourself, who would play you? Me. (laughs) Oh, Al. Me. (laughs) I'm going to play myself. (laughs) What famous actress would you want to play or actor would you want to play yourself? Can she be hot? (laughs) It can be why anyone would, you want. Why would you, you choose somebody really not hot to play yourself? Like, I don't yeah, okay, No, no. See, she's I, the hottest I'm woman. Like, no. In my would... mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally going to be like Justin Timberlake or something. But I know they'd be like, this guy's Pete Davidson. Get, get Pete Davidson. <laughs> so I'd be like, no, please. Caleb, you're not a Pete Davidson. <laughs> Someone, I don't know. That that threw me in a little curvy ball because. No, see? That was a that was I don't I don't have an answer for you. I'll have to get back to you on you know okay. part two if we do a podcast because like I'm I'll not. have to actually watch some actor because if I was going for like hotness I'd be like Blake Lively. What's up? <laughs> oh, Blake Lively. She's, cool. she's but she's gorgeous and she's amazing. She seems like she has a great soul. Um, and she's know. married to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, He's and awesome. I I wish I was Ryan Reynolds right now at this moment because I might be like. Dude, have you seen their like their little like Twitter their Twitter stuff whenever they purpose or Instagram they like walk each other out it's so cute they'll like have pictures 
they'll have pictures of each other on the red carpet and mm-hmm. then they'll like cut off one and like one person and be like man I love it when I look so beautiful. and you can tell like it's only like half of them. yeah there was one with like it was like I'm pretty sure it was Ryan Reynolds and then Jake Gyllenhaal and then Blake Lively on the side and he just like cropped so it was just him and Jake Gyllenhaal and he was just like happy birthday Blake I love you and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hilarious. I love it Hey, if you cannot play in your relationship, it gotta go. That's true. That's right. That's absolutely you gotta right. be able to be yourself in that relationship, or it's not gonna be any fun. It's true. Okay, well, we'll actually let you go, and we'll definitely get you back on for part two if you'll have us. I would love that. Should I say anything that's in the closing? I want you to plug your podcast. You, I mean, your blog. You have to do that. Tell them where they can yeah. find it. Okay. Um, so if you go to WordPress, if you ever want to, you know, click subscribe or, you know, follow me, uh, the, the site is I choose life.art.blog and it's called be beautifully broken. Um, but you can go on there, click on the little webby sitey, and then at the bottom of it, you can click email and then put your email on it. And when I post every Wednesday, it will pop up. You click on that email and then boom, you get wonderful words by Jolie. And it's like, oh, yeah. hey, what's going on? So, but that's how you can get to my link. Or um, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Facebook, Jolie Carswell, just I'm like the only one. And I post on the little links there and I might be easier and just click on it. Well, thanks for coming on, Jolie. It was awesome. Yes, but yeah, absolutely. no, I appreciate y'all talking to me. I um I really enjoyed it. And hopefully, man, we we just made friends. Yeah, facts. Look, and well, then you, and you live and in Tyler. Have- I do. I'm excited for part. Yeah, so like this could be a great fun like throttle. Can't wait, can't wait, wait, wait. Don't ask it like that. Don't ask it like that. <laughs> you gotta ask it right, bro. Would you like how consider would you join our podcast would you like to be a third host at some point yeah you could be a recurring host on our podcast you really could for real for real you want to yeah if you don't mind talking to people that we know yeah let's do it dude i'm down okay sounds good have y'all asked everyone have y'all ever asked everyone this or (laughs) would you already talk about this to ask me no okay here's the story i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell it so we got done talking to you the first time we spoke with you. And then Caleb goes, she's hilarious. And I was like, she is weirdly funny. And he goes, yeah, third. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just let me know. I'll, I'll, I would love to. I mean, and then it would help me like speaking to people and everything. And I need that because I, I want to public speak. So um and then it'll be also like it, it'll be beneficial and then also I get to learn new things and get to get to know y'all and see different perspectives heck yeah I would love to do that oh we got it in right not in writing but it, on record it's yeah, locked on <laughs> record it is locked because you are recording <laughs> at this moment yes hi Jolie Carswell will join podcast and help <laughs> with success awesome. here we go Well, I love that.
she was so great. We should have her on. She could be our third host. Dude, I think she would be such a great <laughs> third host. I think she's really funny and she's introspective. So 1010. I agree. We had talked initially about getting a third host too. Or like, yeah. you're like, should we get another host? Should we have two? Should we have three? Because like, I think if you have four people, then like, because when I have on my screen, it's like me, Bea, Jody. We need one more person to be like, to, to be you know, rounded out. That would be our guest. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. So we could just, it would look nice. And like, we all have different out, you know, we have different perspectives. So it's great. Yeah, okay. I completely agree. I will join your third host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm here. They didn't knock me out. I'm still in the outro. Oh, my God. So it's like a... I already joined. <laughs> Dude, um, so the girl who did our cover photo, she did it right before Caleb and I had um, crises and chopped. Oh, yeah, off. we both shaved our head. No, Literally? We did actually shave our heads. I was like, oh my God, I'm balding. I just got to shave my whole head. And Caleb was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. I was okay. I dyed half of my head. So, Ooh. dude, you got to send us a picture then and we'll see if Tony can, uh, Tony can do that right. Put it up in there. Our current. Yeah, that would be sick. Have a little, have a little threesome. <laughs> Yo, little triple on the, on the cover photo. I a like little it. throuple throuple. I'm saying. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, okay. I gotta do go homework, guys. I gotta. Yeah, I, wait, I gotta I, go. aren't you okay? Look, I gotta go do homework. Okay, okay, fine. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Until next week, don't forget to follow, subscribe, do everything. The spiked out and her blog. Yes, and her blog. Um, yeah, thanks to you so much for listening. If you've listened up to this point, we love you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> Perfect. Okay, bye, guys. All right, bye, yeah. guys. <laughs>